Blog Talk Radio. Open up, open up, what you get in your 
your mind now stroking up, now groping. What you gonna find you hoping? Get in there, you're gonna plant your seed of your thought. What you gonna need? What you gonna call back for? All the noise of screed. I don't know, don't go back in there to see. Well, then you do what you got to believe in yourself. Well, straight off the shelf, you can't find it in a little hole on the shelf. What can you do? What you gonna say? You can't live the life through a peephole. What you gonna do? What you gonna put out through your goal? What you gonna do? No peace, control under no bridge. What can you fizz? What you figure? What you gonna do? Yeah, talk to that nigga. Be a straight four core tor tor. Show me some white ignorant whore. What do you find? What do you find? What do you open up in your say? What do you wanna say? What do you bring on every kind of play? What do you sensate? What you don't see, babe? What you gonna hear? What you can't say? What you talk? What you other people think you ought to say? What you gonna do when you play? What you gonna beat? What's your master creep? I don't know your street. To the level, to your level. What you gonna do when they chase that devil? Get Mariah, get up on the down there, kick that shit. What you got going now? Flip now, shit. Get down and hunt you down. What you gonna do when come out my town? Have a good time up around Cali Glesmer, I be found. What's going on here up and round? Left, right, that's where you go up. I, I got going down up in the snow tonight. What we gonna find in the battle light? Ooh, we got so much sigh. What you gonna sigh in the maze? What you gonna see now coming down to your brain with the pine trees? What we got going? What you feeling? Get down a little hot tub on, cause it's so much freezing. I gotta get um, get my heart, get my body young and what can I got? I got to get rolling. Throw some tea leaves in the bath. What we got going on? Yeah, you feel the math. Get your skin going real tight. What you got going? Get loose tonight. What you gonna buy? Get down. You'll make your rhyme. I don't know what, but I'm going with my flow. And I don't know where I'm gonna go. When the next turn, I just go, go, go. Put in my rock and roll. That's right. I just rock and scroll. You wanna etch, yo? Better line to live with no stress, yo. Gotta put your words front the next, yo. Put it down with, yeah, you gotta flex, yo. Find your wordsmith, be your earth swift. What you gotta do, live the life swift. What you gonna die and seek your gift. But you gonna injure, you gotta roll that split. Do it, do it, what you like. Do it, do it, into it every night. Not toxic, not roxic, not toxic. What you gonna do, what you're here. Now moxic, get your boxy, get your oxy. Get a glide down here, now roxy, but you don't need the vein. Get up in your brain, what you gonna find, what you happy, you're saying. You don't mean the same for everyone else. What you guys do, say, pull off the shelf. Open that book, yeah, take a look. What's your future, yeah, how you gonna cook? Gonna get your eggs up, flipped up, right? Get the flowers in up straight the next night. What can you do at what's going through the brain? With the surges, the pores, the pain. Learn what sees, what's my thing insane? I don't know what, I'll rock this crane. Pulse space, rocks going. That's what this velveteer rolling. As I got going in here and I'm bowling. Putting up my pants, cause this boy's to win. Or the John Niskowski. This Brodsky, Big Bob Lebowski, rocking it up every night, you striking it up. What's going on in now, Lily Life? A thousand points of light going through your eyes tonight. Can it be what you capture? There's a little urban children rapture. We'll be fine what you capture. What you gonna hold here and match you to the next level, to the next tear. And what you got going? How's your tearing up the leveling? What you got going here? Chase that devil and chop that tail. What you gotta do? Yeah, make the heart prevail. That's why I feel the love with sale. Feel the love with sale. We sometimes don't know always how we flip up like that. And do these tricks. I don't know what, but I got the kicks, my flips, and I just you know I get my straight hips and I have a good time anywhere in my ride. What can I do? I'm loving life. I'm so proud to be alive. I'm so loud. What can I do? I can't lie. Let you know what that I'm a real human guy. And I put my foot forward to the next. What's going on here? It's my entertainment. I don't need more of those things. But you know what? Everybody's so awesome. What do I got? The world's so 
bed so much you see. What do we got for you and me? Everybody can see. From shore, from the inner core, I don't know what. What's more you want? Some kind of force. Sit back up into react. Since you know what, here you can't just kick back. But you guys get your relax. Since you know what, don't meet me to be the theatrics. What's gonna come on her here? You like track hat. Coming straight through your brains and through your brains. This man's insane, got flip chains, got pedal chicks to show, got the leg up, up now, off the road, up and down, up and down, try to go up the mountain here, rock it out, rock the boat, we got pulls out, pulls out, pause the ride, coming in here, that's just the sun's ride, cause he got the roll, give me his hand, rubbing the end of the ass, come in here, he has your zero, be man, that's what I find, that's what I find, there's one kind of hat that I wear, this wobbly there, up to Wendell, what you're called to send, oh, what you gonna do, what rock this window, up on the Mike, what's it spin it tonight? Rob a shirt, not a shirt, but I'm tonight. Cause what all I got, I go. I might not have my throat, but I know. And I bring it from and I get it row. But I got my voice and I make my choice. So I'm living life the way I see. That you know I can't be in your mind, B. I can't understand everything you ever wants out of me. I'm just one person. I'm, you know, I tell myself, succeed. Get that stuff going. Sometimes some ideas not gonna really line up, it's perfect. So I gotta get away, I gotta go scream at the moon. Gotta go scream at the world, just be like, how do I need? I need to wake up in another town, another place, another way of people. I need to hear some beautiful, beautiful music. And this is the beauty I can find for y'all, cause I hope y'all figure out a way to bring yourself together because this world is one big giant sweater now. Hell. Now tell me something. How are you gonna weave it? Well, yeah, what are you gonna record? Yeah, tell me. Yo, what you need? What you believe? Let you know what? Are you chasing the greed? What you go up? What you feed? What birds see? I don't know what, what your hemp need up in the plants, up in the chance. What you the ants? What your wood a checker? What your wood a pecker? I don't know what, what you neglect us. Sit on standing chance, can a mess. What's gonna be here? Watch the man. Gonna hear your own detector. Congress in the house and they are director. They wanna hold down what the farmer man can't grow up. What's going on the plan? What's he gonna do? What take a test? Triple tax, yeah, that's all the reaction. What can you do? Read the facts. Where's your money going? Can't you see? Can you see what they want to take you to? Hold you up by the big long leg. If you don't know if Chapter Jay, you're dead. But there's no money to be bled. All right, yeah. Woo! All right. Guys, like, if you're not excited, be pissed off at the amount of money you're paying for marijuana. Yo, yo, where's my money? Can of cops come down from the skies? Yo, where's my money? These documental people spilled lies. Yo, where's my money? These can of cops, these dogs all die. Yo, where's my money? As they take the billions, yeah, they fly. Away with your health, die the medical industry wealth. What can you do? What they swelt and hold you down under the water to melt? Can't you see what's more? We got you in poor. We got to take care. Understand there, we just buried the medical industry in California. She died, a gaping, horrified person who was just destroyed and beaten and demolished as the corporate greed has taken over California. And you want to buy some marijuana, you're buying 40 other services with your marijuana to incriminate your fellow marijuana growers. These aren't going to the kids for their cookies. These are going to the cops for their goodies. Infrared, night vision, drone attack, 
home invasion. The cops have legalized all this, and they're coming for your crops. What, you think you got six? No, I think I count that seven. Aha, uh-huh, you're going not to heaven, but straight to hell. Haha, ha, swell. Cut down everything, got you ticketing. Ha ha, hee ho. You think you can just plant and grow? Oh no. The state equalization tax board wants y'all up on the rack. They got this, you know what? They got to squeeze you and they like to drink the tax. That's right, you better read the facts. Where's your money going? Best you know it. Because you know what? Who's the really one that's growing? Who's making the money? Is it the patients being hung upside down, shaking for all their money, falling on the ground as a tax man sweeps it down? Says for me, says for free. That's a right, see, because they want to call it a syntax. But yo, wait a second. That's just so not, but I can't relax. What's going on? What's the facts? What's my medicine acts coming down? What you want to see and put in the old pain? They want to say you need it in your vein. Best calm down that brain. Y'all going insane. You think marijuana is legal. You think marijuana is free. You got to be the one understanding. You got to relate to thee. Look around at all the people spending their money when they could be buying other things in the economy. We don't need to spend all our money on some stupid, silly green. We don't need to spend our money on this little thing that gets us stoned. We don't need to spend our money on all these things. You want to hold us down? We don't need to spend our money. Don't you see what you want to say? It's a frown. It ain't legalization town. It's legal lies, 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 lies. It ain't legalization town. It's legal lies, 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 lies. You want to hold you down, hold you down, watch the dispensaries despise. And you see, as you watch the co-ops demise. Medical is dead. Medical is dead. You ain't fed. Medical is dead. Medical is dead. You ain't fed. Corporate killer. Corporate killer. What's your marijuana swiller? What you put down up in your drink? What you think that Jim Beam did thing? You think it helped the patient? No, see, you treat a medicine like it's a recreation. And people that need the medicine will be raped of their income. Their money will be taken from them when all they want to do is heal. And you want to say it's legal to grow on a plant on a tree. But no. They own you. They own everything about you. And you voted it away. You voted it away. Killed it. Marijuana died. When Prop 64 became enacted, ladies and gentlemen, marijuana, medical marijuana as we knew it, was murdered, and no one's paying attention. Dispensaries and collectives of groups, cooperatives, collectives are now all either having to work at money-laden shops That's all there is left. There is no more collectives, no cooperatives, no caregivers. Prop 64 illegally voted in with over a million and a half illegal votes that have no person attached to them in this last ballot. A million and a half illegal votes in this last ballot. So you tell me why they pushed it, why they spent so many millions of dollars on Prop 64. You tell me why Sean Parker of Napster was running around, counting around. You tell me 
why there were advertisements all around for all this. What do you think your fellow stoners got together and put a billboard up for marijuana legalization? There has been so much against the marijuana movement since marijuana has been stifled that to think that marijuana movements could hold water against anti-investors, investors against that idea that will do what they do to sabotage groups and give money to people and promises that I bet never came true so people would help stumble along and not change things or update things that people would add difficulties along the way. So I don't know what's happening out there, but there's money in Prop 64 and it's not yours. It's theirs now. You want to smoke marijuana? 75% of it is going to taxes in 16 forms to heaven. You want to look at how many ways up the ladder it was taxed by permits, by fertilizers, to sales taxes even, compounded and compounded and compounded. Look at all the costs involved. The state man's got to stamp your marijuana at his place, then he's got to resell it for you, not just test it for you and say, these people got to test it too but there's only four buddies of mine that'll test it. So if you think you know what's going on with the marijuana movement, you hold up your mighty currency. It don't matter dollar. It don't matter peso, coin, any kind of currency. Marijuana is being traded for that and has been traded for that. And that money market is there. And the people that want to legalize it want it to be the most expensive thing. So they think, they will get more taxes that way. But unlike many of the lawmakers here in Sacramento, California did not sell the projected amount of marijuana. Because people are like, forget these shops. This stuff is triple, quadruple taxed. Beautiful herbs. Where's the cooperatives, the collectives, the love? They've got varieties that's beautiful. Like, oh man, it has so many neat packaging things. But the people are gone, the caregivers, the bud tenders, they're chilling, you know, but they see the taxes they've seen from the beginning if they were lucky enough or have already gotten rid of it and have been gotten rid of because of their attitude. So the biggest supporters of a proper marijuana legalization is any state that takes on something like Prop 64 that can't grow more than six plants, whose prices are skyrocketed, paying for it to harass intimidate and murder people in the name of justice for marijuana now with the state's backing you guys said the state could legally do that stuff to you now you said they could you didn't even read it money was there to fool you into legalization and you bought it the lies you don't think that's the only initiative that they force fed y'all look where these initiatives come from you better look Whose money is it behind it? Because if we had a proper initiative system, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative would have been there. Have we have similar things that Washington has for signature gathering, for petitions, 
and ways to invest in different grassroots organizations. California doesn't have the same exact laws Washington has that helps other initiatives get up on the ballot that do not have big monetary groups. Like this California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, these folks, obviously their days were not about selling marijuana. They want to get marijuana to you, to your mind, to the knowledge. Like many of them, of course, we all have marijuana. Lots of it sometimes. But that is not the point of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative to bring peace and hope and Jack Hare's vision to the people. Now, Jack Hare's initiative can trump Prop 64 as done, can destroy it as is. Of course, we should upgrade it. But getting this together is not the simplest thing for people with grassroots. Now, there's more, quote-unquote, grassroots money available, but just like when legalization before it was happening, people were like, no, I don't want it legalized. I won't make any money. Same thing here. If all of a sudden the prices of marijuana are able to go down and the taxes drop, past sales tax, anything past sales tax is what our forefathers fought not to pay, to not pay taxes above the regular products taxes. This is now a land of taxation, and there are groups that have known this and have purposely been poisoning our nation with taxation, with ticketings, with these burdens of revenue upon us. Think everything's honky-dory. People with money want to keep their money and they want their buddies to make money too. So, in a world where you got to know somebody, you look around, who's got all this money? Who are these guys playing with all this money? Because at some point, they're not giving the banks their money. They are the banks. They are the different groups that have such resources and capital to make happen whatever they so choose. If they want the war economy, they have it. They've been building up for it as a contingency plan. If they want the cell phone economy, they have it. They're grabbing and stealing the marijuana economy. The money grubbers of humanity and technology. Because don't you tell me there's not machines listening to all these silly little stock prices and making adjustments all over all these different machines making these adjustments all with the same algorithm. If you see something go down and up, not with a thought or a plan. Like, how do we react to that when we're just here to make the numbers? When you're like, what do you mean? My life is more than just making a dollar for somebody. Working my life hard so I can barely get by. All my money and time goes to rent. And then when I have time to do things, I feel like relaxing maybe. I don't know. The world is so filled with so many different things we can do. If we're working every day, we can't do those things. <clears throat> you know, if we're stuck at a job, 
can't really go and do those things that you want to do. You can have it delivered to you sometimes. But we haven't, like, we're such the go-getters. We forget that we've got to enjoy what we've got. We keep go getting, go getting, go getting, go getting, but we don't get to enjoy what we've got. We don't ever get a chance to stop as a people. Like, yo, look what we have in front of us right now. Like, these devices, these foods, these products, these abilities to make textiles and metals and chemicals and surgeries and beautiful, beautiful knowledge of the microscopic and the macroscopic universes. Like, we are the smartest humans that have ever been on the planet. So if we're so smart, how come we're still blowing each other up? Like, is it because we're blowing up people that aren't smart? But that means we're smarter, right? So uh, why not uh, not blow them up? Give them education? You know, drop 100,000 education. $100,000 education on a fella. <clears throat> Imagine that. $100,000 education. They're going to grab you from this country, stick you through an education system, and see if we can get you to be the awesome human that's productive to all other humans that you were made here to be. We're all here to help other humans live. We're all here to be together. You know, because if we, if we think that we're not here to be together, it's, it's really like this obvious radio show has no point. And, I mean, it, it doesn't, but that's another fact. It's just a captain's log. <laughs> it's just checking in for the week. Hey, what's on Jason's mind? You know, I can't do that. I just got back from Vegas. That was a fun Mariah Carey weekend. Go off on all that stuff. I uh, had a really good time, and I needed to get away from the drudgery, from the same old, same old. You hear me? Like the same bag of chips. It's like people are not bags of chips. People have the ability to be empathic to each other's needs, and so it's like that's that's why relationships work. People always worry about why they don't work. You know, like, look at the ones that do work where people are empathic of each other's abilities to do whatever the freak they're doing, you know? So that's a whole other side note in Jason's observational experiences of relationships. So it's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a very exciting universe. Like, the universe has put me in this situation with this cognition and the lack thereof at other times to be here right now, just like I am. And that's so cool. It's so awesome that I don't understand how much I can help and how people may be helping me, yet me being blinded by not knowing in the dark, walking in the dark, just screaming out, not knowing that maybe it's like a surprise universe party. When I open my eyes, I'm like in the, the rooms with all 
my family or something of my entire generation of my future family and my past family, all like bright like stars at some point. But until I'm there, I'm blind. I don't know, but I feel the gravitation of other stars. I feel the gravitation of other beings connected to me. And everybody is connected so deeply. Everybody has chains to each other, hops. Some people have further hops of connection. Maybe 100,000 humans existed before two people were related to each other or something. Maybe just 300 generations. Um, We are such a beautiful interwoven creature that we carry the vibrations of every one before us in us. Now, Now, I'm trying to figure out is that before or after? I think that's probably before the creation of the child. Those memories get passed on, not the ones after, because that'd be more difficult, I think. Vibrationally, through like, but if you think about being connected physically to every creature through that DNA spiral that created more DNA spiral over time and branched off through different ovum and sperm over generation, there, in theory, I, I strongly believe that there can be energy faster and more energetic and more informational than we could ever believe. Like we look at a computer, for instance, whatever, but then what's going on in that computer? It's like us, yeah, we're nothing, but we are the super, 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 super computers. As above, so as below, they say we were made in God's image. Well, we're making something in our image called the computer, and we want it to do things that we do, you know? So don't put it past us that we also have an electrical system similar to the computers, but instead of in binary, some other kind of form of energy, because that CRISPR thing for DNA, whatever, like, thing is, when you have a sound, you have a beautiful sound that's been growing over for a long time, and then you cut pieces of that out, like in SoundForge, and you throw in pieces of another sound that's real similar, there's always this there's always a hiccup, even if that hiccup creates something. That's why genetically modified creatures are filled with hiccups in their memory. And even a lot of creatures, they don't survive. Like they have to, like the closest way to cure those hiccups, like you have to like look as much at what the Sumerians did as a thought. You know, those guys were making DNA stuff. Look at all those creatures they made. So, I mean, they carved them up. They didn't just like, I was bored and I'm going to make this beautiful animal with this and this. No, the people that were really rich at the time wanted to leave a few things for the next because they didn't really understand that how far down there were going to be before people saw them again or realized what they were. Sumerian's been a dead long culture for a long time, but we've, revived so many of these long cultures 
I mean, they're in our genetics through this vibration that we don't understand in our epigenetics. They're using to like tie people together, but that's a whole nother thing. Epigenetics being like the, the DNA is a phone book and there's pages stuck together and using epigenetics like turmeric, curcumin, uh, you can remove those, that superglue holding the pages together and access your full DNA code. So there's, especially therapy with, with people that have genetic issues is that obviously when they were young, they were replicating really like the ge- genetics weren't as awesome. So that's uh, all they had to replicate. So a lot of uh, helping children out when they're young because we are wonderful, beautiful creatures and we have so much inside of us to repair ourselves. Like we've got ways to cure a lot of these DNA issues we get. Constantly we have cancer, but then we destroy it. Like the body creates things and then there's things it sees it gets out of control and it stops it. Sometimes there's things that go beyond and there's a lot of toxins the body's not used to that's around us right here. And going back on just a memory, like genetic memory, like we, we just don't really, you look, at, you look at creatures taken from their habitats and what's weird, you start to see them doing a lot of the same things that the other creatures were doing. I mean, forced a habit or it just felt that good. But the thing is when something feels that good, for such a long time, oh, it stays. It stays feeling good. If sex, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if sex didn't feel good, then I think like men and women really would focus on not getting along. But if sex was good, I think men and women like would try to look past their differences and find ways to have a good time, natural time together. You know, it's, that's, it's like, it doesn't have to be a battle as a, like a role, you know, where it's obviously two creatures of the same creature of the same genetics are expressed in two different ways. And each one has things that the other is lacking. And anyone that says men and women are equal that's wrong at all. They're not. I don't care if you put a genetic parts on it or you want to act that way. Different skin structure, different cellular structure. I mean, people even someplace in Thailand are doing crazy stuff to little babies before they're born with genetics to give them multiple pieces, larger toolkit. Like a lot of creatures do not have the choice when they're brought into this world. I don't know how their Saturday night goes, but I don't think that they chose it. You know what I'm saying? It's like people need to have a choice in how they are. And once our heart starts really beating, and once we're no longer looking like a little zygote, anyone that says that you could then kill that creature is killing a human. It's killing a thinking human with real neurons and brains and arms and legs. Like, I don't know where people came up with this idea, but for some reason, they wanted Hillary, who was being gone after for nuclear 
fission material being sold, okay, material, right, and all this other stuff, she comes up and talks about late-term abortions, and that's so horrific. It's just like, you know, the only thing was the woman in a coma for like five months, and then she woke up like, oh, what's this? Oh, I can't have a baby. It'll break my pelvis or something, you know, and then I'll die because I have a weak femur, you know? Like, people have that month or two, but it's life is life. And it's like, you've got to figure that out right then. You can't just dilly-dally. There's people that are lined up to care for that creature. And now there's people that are lining up to take the corpses of that unborn creature. To take the corpses of. It's a corpse. It's not a fetus. It's a corpse. There are humans. There's a human found in the Atacama Desert that is a human, five inches tall, six inches tall, that had such wild genetic issues, its genes were tampered with, apparently, or not. I don't know, but the mitochondria it had was that of the local tribes. This small miniature person okay miniature like we exist we come in all forms and sizes and anything that looks like a human you know really you got to keep it alive like we're not talking like underground military labs in Arizona where they've got aliens and greys all doing 30 years ago I don't know. Those are all just hush-hush, made-up conspiracies or real conspiracies. I'm not trying to put a lot of water into things that I really haven't been there. I'm not saying maybe they flooded it with water, but the inside of the earth is not ours. The surface of the earth is ours. And when people start to realize that, that that this earth houses more creatures than we realize it's gonna be amazing i mean people talk about hollow earth theory i mean like like have anybody ever looked at a geode like what happens to a geode you know like the whole outside is all solid right i mean maybe the the moon is like a geode you know where things from the center you know got pulled this direction or pulled that direction I don't know. Like, do you fall to the center? Like, the world is more beautiful than we realize. When there were underground tsunamis, fish in Japan came up, the goblin shark, a once-thought-million-year-old creature came to the surface, two of them that week, You go look at it on TV. The thing looks weird. But it was a real creature. But they didn't realize it came from the deep. They had to put it in a pressurized chamber. Because its skin had burst. It came up too fast. Or somehow it was released and shown that in the center of the earth. Or some, not the exact center, but somewhere on the crust. There's more water inside the earth than on the surface 
in something in a form called Water 7, if I have that right, where it's ultra compressed. Now, they find life at the bottom of Marianne's Trench, okay? Creatures survive. Like, you look at the tardigrades, they can do it really quick. But most creatures take generations and generations to adapt. If something changes, and if the water's a little bit colder, they can't go down, well, the next generation, it might be able to colder or more pressure. Then the next generation, then the next generation. We're talking millions of generations of creatures that have stayed genetically in their own, how do you say, pool, where they don't see a reason to genetically advance. Or they have a way of weeding out the genetic advances. Like if the cre- if any of the creatures look different or something, then they go and kill them. I mean, you wouldn't know anything about humans killing humans that look different, do you? I mean, that's uh, it's pretty plain to see that we use our eyes to make our judgments all over. Our eyes are not our primary sense, but our eyes are the simplest of senses. You look forward, you decide what you see, the brain equates it. Is it going to eat me or am I going to, or is it going to hurt me or do I have to go eat it? Because usually creatures don't feel like hurting other creatures for the heck of it. You know, just toying with other creatures. Usually it's like, am I going to eat it or am I scared of it? (laughs) You know, is it going to eat me or am I going to eat? You know, I don't know. But I do know that, uh, you know, I I mean, am I supposed to rhyme forever? Like sometimes it's hard for me to rhyme because I got all this stuff in my mind and it doesn't always come out so right. I um, I have some crossroads in my mind that I've been stuck at for a long time that I'm trying to figure out and parse together that if they're true, they're really cool, but if it's just me making up stuff, then I'm like, man, am I overly creative? And that's really awesome to be overly creative. Stoked. Um, But sometimes to be overly creative, some of these creative ideas don't always disprove themselves. And so you get stuck with, like, these creative ideas for a while. And you're like, um, I haven't been able to disprove these ideas, even though they're too, like, far-fetched. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to know in the world. But sometimes it's like people that are in the know sometimes want other people say, well, he really doesn't want to know. You know, and people make choices for you. And that's the most difficult thing. I was, when I was a little Padawan, like I had, I had uh, parents and they were separated. I had a sister that like I pretty much fought with up until we ended up living at different houses. Like seriously, front seat. No, I want the front seat. Back seat. No, I want the back seat. Like, literally, like, girls are not the nicest people. It'd be cool if they were. But still, I still have to, like, 
be stoked by them. I mean, growing up with one is very difficult. Like, I think one day I will be blessed and tortured to death probably by, like, wolves and piranhas at the same time. Now, I don't know how that would happen, but it just feels like I am the victim of someone's sad jokes sometimes. And I don't want to feel like that, but I feel like, you know, some people toying with me, and it's just like, it sucks. You know, I don't want to feel like that. I, I'm not saying I want to toy with other people, because that ain't cool. I just want to figure out why some people are having the behavior they are. Like, some of it really doesn't make too much sense to me. I'm like, why are those... I mean, like, I don't know. I'm not famous. I know that. I know there's, like, five people out there, my five stalkers I'm talking about, that are like, he's talking about it. Shut up. So, I'm like, this is just some podcast, and I, and I rap some on it. If someone really likes me and my ideas, then just like, like, yo, you have ideas? Tell me about your Tardigradia project. You're, you're making your dolls right now. And you're doing the Midsummer Night's Dream playing. Oh, there's a microphone. Cool. Um, you're doing this stuff and that stuff. And these other inventions. And tell me about that. And I have to dedicate my time. And I kind of like the DoorDash stuff. DoorDash is fun, to be honest. I mean, traffic isn't always fun. But, like, cruising around and going to all these restaurants and not having to pay food or feel weird why I'm in the restaurant just looking at it. You know, I go to five, six different restaurants and I get to know all these different places. I'm like, wow, that is, that is pretty cool. I do that. Um, scissors, scissors, there we go. You know, that's that's really fun. But it's not really the best of moneymakers, entertaining. And I think it's kind of helping me just get out there and be seen by the universe, by the people, by the world. Because I don't need to do that kind of stuff. I could do something else maybe. You know, pick up people. But it's also like, I don't know how all these corporations are together, like, are we living in a CCTV universe? Is it just like every single camera is turned on? Every single car has its OnStar turned on? Every single device is constantly broadcasting everything about us, our, our aware, our places, our moods, our voices, you know, our lo- more than just our locations. I mean, it's one thing, like, you can legally, like, um, if, you're, if you're selling a buddy a car, you can legally put a tracker in it if he hasn't paid for it completely yet. I don't know about a listening device. But you can legally put a tracker in it if he hasn't paid for it. Because then, if he's not paying for it, you can just go pick it up, you know, because it's your freaking property, right? But other than that, there's, like, so many laws against like illegal wiretapping and like all this stuff about people. And it's like, sometimes I feel like I talk to myself a lot because 
the show has probably helped me a lot with that. But it's also, you know, talking to myself, I'm able to relieve what my mind is caught on so I can go think about something else and go think about this or think about that and just get off on this topic or that topic. But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm an empathic person, so it's like I'm so empathic. Like a lot of times it feels, you know, the universe is listening, encouraging me to talk more. And so it's something I really tried to do earlier in the year was try to not talk to myself so much, you know, because I like to rhyme and rap. I mean, it's, it's okay if you rap to yourself. That, that's okay. You can sing to yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, but not talk, you know. I'm not saying, like, have a conversation. Like, no, I guess it is conversations, but not, like, with, like, other personalities. <laughs> Sorry. Some people could probably pull together with that. We wire our brains however we want, you know, seriously. But it's, I am one loud-ass, brainiac thought personality, and my uh, my mind is going a million miles an hour. It has since I've been a kid. You know, it's like my dad's favorite saying, smart kid doesn't listen. And the more I think about that, the more he is right, because I can't listen. Everybody, you're all too slow. You're all like yesterday's thought. Like, I'm like so much like 2008, don't be 2000 late. You know, you're just rocking it. You know, I just... (laughs) People are funny. It just, just st- okay. So it's harder for me to get my Kickstart soda now. I think they're they're trying to cut back on those because I love those things because they help keep my mind going. And I got a whole bunch in store, but Seven Eleven, Circle K, Taco Bell. Oh, I love the Kickstart. Mountain Dew is like out competing itself. They're such boneheads. They should make a Goji Kickstart and let it be. You know, not some goji strawberry other stuff. But anyhow, you know, making those guys rich. So keeping your energy up, keeping your mind up, keeping your brain going is really important. Because if you're not thinking, you know, and I'm not really used. No, let me take that back. I used to, when I was younger, not really know how to handle other people's attention. I'm like super ADD. So it's like I'm jumping all over the the place looking not at people's eyes because people's eyes are too intimidating and I know I'm not alone I know I'm not alone and so it's taken me like 30 30, 30 pounds of gojis and a whole bunch of N-acetylcysteine to get to where I am to be able to have the eye contact that I have now like it's so cool like, and, uh, and what's really awesome is, like, when you look at someone, try not to, like, you just don't think. You're just like, ah, you be yourself, and you let yourself subconsciously observe them, and just, you don't want to, like, because people can read your mind. Like, whatever you're thinking, like, oh, you've got to, or give them some of the compliments, or, you know, let someone know what you're looking at. Instead of, I mean, guys, obviously, oh, I'm looking at your butt. That's cute, you know. It's like, oh, okay, thank you. So we keep telling all these girls that that's the only cute thing about them. And so that's what girls are just working on. They're working on their butts. You know, oh, it's not the butts, it's the breasts. Okay, we got to add an enlargement. Wait, hold on, it's not, it's not it. The lips. We need to add some more collagen. 
no, we got to do the nip tuck, you know, all this stuff that is just like women are in such competition to look awesome that they really hurt themselves so much. Like, oh, my God. It's like all these things to one up. Here we go. Get ready to beep the other bitches, you know, to be like, I'm more power woman than you are. And like, guys, we have our competitions, too. And I understand that, you know, guys are most of guys competitions are either in the field or they're always just trying to one up over a girl. You know, just to get that, ah, I could have got, I got, I got her just so, so this other guy wouldn't or something, you know, but guys, that's their one up, you know, they're just like, they're either like, I'll win by sticking my wing in it, beat you on the field or, or kill you on the field, whatever, you know, men do women, you know, you're so much more detailed. I don't know where to begin. Like you're so like, I'm very creative and I could possibly think of a small monicum of things to seek out one's executive order on another. But women are way more creative. And that's honestly why like Hillary would be so much more dangerous because we know Queen Elizabeth and they took her power away a long time ago. They knew that the queen ruled and was decisive. And so the parliament was like, whoa, maybe she's being too heavy this or too that. But it's just like women are very decisive and contri- not contrite. No, 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 no. Decisive in their, in their actions when their convictions are challenged. If the convictions are challenged, you caught like a mother bear in the corner with her wolf, I mean with her with her cub, and she thinks you're trying to take her cub, and she has ate some rye bread, so she's it's like straight up Salem freaking time, and she's just coming after you. Like you do not want to get in the way of someone scorned. I mean, I look at my life. And I have really, I think, upset some women in my life. And I want people to take note in that, is that my world is not in the best situation. Like, maybe I can jabber jaw on this mic now, and I've been teaching myself this, but I had to fight for this. I had to fight myself to be able to go out there and put my soul on the line. On the line is what you're getting. You're not getting some script I'm reading. Okay, me, my guts as they spew forth as I stab myself and say, here, this is me. Know me inside and out, but like help put me back together. <laughs> you know, Cause that's a hard part. Like, why'd you, why'd you spill your guts, man? Sorry, how we put it back in here? <laughs> you know, we all do need help. You know, and not it's not all psychiatric. People are always, oh, you need help. No, dude, they need help with your ideas. They need help putting the Christmas lights up. You need help, like, going to the store. You need help, like, figuring out the proper workout plan, you know? You need, you need help with skeletal issues so you can actually grow muscle, you know? There's so many things that we need assistance with 
that we're so stubborn that I can do it myself. I've, I've got to go be a physical therapist. I Is chiropractic or physical therapy? Chiropractic, physiotherapy. One of those two I have to learn and push into my brain and take the post or the the post cancer school, school school credits I have and form it into some kind of ball of mud along with a little community college and add some more community college onto it and hand it to some group that will say will teach you about physiotherapy and then I can know what's going on with me and I can see it in other people and figure out ways to heal others because I want to heal. But if I'm rich and like Bill Gates just chilling with all the brains hanging out in server rooms my whole life, I'm not really going to have the circulatory or muscular system to keep the longevity going. And that's really important is to keep one's circulation going and Find ways to add your muscle. If it's BCAA, the branch chain amino acids, one of the only things that have ever helped me gain any muscle, like ever. Believe me, I've got energy. I run and do all this stuff. And I don't know, I climb, jump, walk through walls and dimensions and talk. You guys, you know how much energy is expended in talking? Oh, my God. It's a lot. Believe me. Someone look it up. You got Google. So taking these to heal myself, I've been through cancer. I've been through two surgeries for it. been through radiation therapy, saw little sparkles in the way corner of my eye. Like, if we're hanging out and I see those sparkles, we are running away from them because we're being bombarded by radiation. And so that's my superpower that I actually have. I can see radiation in the corner of my eye. And it might just be like the radiation from like when you get like radiation therapy like just that wavelength you know but still everybody wants to be a superhero and have a super ability my super abilities involve a whole bunch of attention deficit hyperactive disorder and being goofy speaking out of turn and like pointing out other people's issues like, those are my fantastic world-winning ability that I could find what's wrong with whatever you just said. I'm really good at it. Like, if you can't find the holes in someone's argument, even if it's your own argument, then you shouldn't be arguing. <laughs> it's called growing up with a New York father. Like, Long Island, they argue over there, like, more than... Like anybody I know, they like to argue. That is like that was like breakfast. Argue with breakfast. Uh, although cream cheese is really good, butter is actually really good too. Like people forget butter. They're like butter. You don't put butter on a bagel. You're going to hell. Like no, Jews don't believe in hell. First of all, you know there is no hell in the Jewish religion. Really, I mean it's not like. Not, it's not sold as a place you're going to for being naughty. You're not like, you're going to hell because you did something bad. It's like, no, you're going to the judge because you did something bad. Society will enforce upon you the bad, you know, like you did bad stuff. Well, 
Dude, I wish cops stopped shooting people. You don't want to take all those people that do fucked up shit, you know? So that's a, that's a big thing. If we can get the cops to, like, walk around with giant walls of bulletproof something to just encircle people with guns and not actually use any guns, but throw, like, ganja bombs in on them. Maybe, okay, maybe that might be a bit much, but we're having fun, okay? You know, we throw ganja bombs on them. And it just sends not wanting to shoot a gun anymore because they're so stoned on pot. And they're not some trained assassin that's like, give me more. They're like, yeah, you know, just some dude sitting in a car, left his gun on his lap and passed out. Somebody saw it, told the cops. Cops all showed up waiting for the guy to get up. You don't know what's happening when you wake up quick. He was filled with lead so many swiss cheese holes in his car this man did not even have the gun in his hand but he was just like shaken awoke you know well all they need to do was encircle the car with a bulletproof barrier and drop five or six ganja grenades in there and the guy's coming out with a smile he doesn't want to hurt anybody Getting the people in the state of non-aggression, naturally, that's, that's the winning ticket right there. If we can get our military to be like, you know what, let's stop killing people, get them to a state of euphoria and happiness, and rebuild their worlds that have been war-stricken. With our engineers in their cultural views. We don't need to send 15,000 troops over there. We need to send 15,000 builders. Now, these builders can also be trained in military arts of protection, but these people are there to help rebuild in the view that the culture there wants and not in the money man's view. Like, and it's so hard to differentiate. How are you going to differentiate? Who's got the right idea on how we're going to rebuild? Who's going to have the best idea on how Argentina will be rebuilt after the coming blood war? Rebuilt or resources plundered, plundered. Like, people want money. And the news will tell you things just so you as people can justify what they're going to do to Venezuela. They already have the plan. They did it on Google Earth. The moment they found so much coltane down there, do I have that right? Coltane, coltane. There's gold and deposits more than anywhere else they want to believe. Citibank already has 1.5 trillion tons of gold. Million tons of gold, trillion tons? I don't know. Citibank made some deal with Maduro that he faulted on so they get to keep the gold. How convenient for Citibank. 
Maduro is not even in power to pay back the loan. I don't want to talk about everybody else's issues. I just want to show you that as an example of the market economy, that money is king. It doesn't matter what money groups are going after it. That money groups are gone. Money groups see the money and they know how to extract it. It's a wild, wild west. Get away. You listen to Smoke Rules Radio. Um, we get a way to figure out how to help the people live freely and make their own choices. <clears throat> Not just reinstate new dictators. Not just make one person's reign now a horrific reign to be usurped by another. I mean, it's a resource grab. Who gets the gold? But the thing is, there's too much gold in the earth. There's so much gold in the earth. I'm going to get a little hot here. Heat it up. Heat it up. There it is. There's so much gold in the earth, y'all. We don't even realize it. Well, we do realize it, but we're still greedy about it. But what do we do with the gold? How come there's so much gold? And really, really, like, Ireland's taking their gold back, right? They want it on their islands. And how is it that so much gold disappears? Like, what was it during the World War I effort? They told the people to give up all their gold and silver, right? Give us all your gold and silver, so that we can fight the oppressors. I would like to see Trump try that. Can you imagine that? I want you to give me all your gold and silver. Ladies and gentlemen, who do you think you are? Everyone thinks there's so much above the wool being pulled over their eyes so much that that is the wool being pulled over their eyes. The ignorant fact that thinking that they're not ignorant. The whole time the market exists. The market lives. It eats us. It's a full moon. It's hungry. It don't care what planet it's on. The market in itself is a form of capitalism but is not it is not a form of rule it is the form of extreme haves and extreme have nots those that have need the have nots because their soul is in every hour that they work for that company. In every piece of anything anybody owns, there is a human soul in that thing for the time spent to make it. And how much do you value a human soul? The limited amount of time we get on this precious earth, how much do you value 
that soul that made something? Is it a soul not smart enough? A soul that's forgotten? A soul left in a ditch? People filled in rooms, working tirelessly. Complain about the nine-hour day. What about their day? Work, food, money goes somewhere. They're trying to climb the ladder that has been purposely broken rungs. Trying to climb the ladder that is not the ladder to succeed the way they need to to get out of the apartheid economy. This way that this violence comes across everyone You have to realize that when you buy something, people are paying for it with their soul so you could have it, so they could eat. You want something cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. How cheap is your soul? How cheap are we when we cannot value something made with hand compared to something pumped out of the earth, profit or loss. Who's at the end of your shark tank? Do you find yourself the one eating or being? Because at some point, we're all going to be eaten. Creatures are going to eat us. Bacteria will reclaim every atom that we held during our life existence. Every piece of what you call yourself will be reclaimed by the earth by other living creatures. Millions and trillions, like innumerable amount of creatures and their bio chemical pieces are inside of us. We cannot eat rock. You try to eat rock. It's hard. Not good on teeth. Things need to be bodily digested because if you're not something made of something that will last for kajillions of years in a living state, We don't know what that is. We've invented computers. In theory, computers made with diamonds and rust-proof pieces. Copper. You know, copper. You don't need gold anymore for electronics. You uh, organize some copper under high pressure to get your copper on. You know, there's a lot of ways to do what we need to do without killing the environment. We need to keep being so smart that we can figure out how to cure what we've destroyed. And you tell me how to put Humpty Dumpty back together with the soup in his hand. Can't unmake soup, right? Seriously, got to figure out 
how to deal with what we have right now. Because we're living in the soup of our foreparents. We're living in their fodder of what they left for us through their negligence, through their ignorance of the Greenpeace per se, through their needful neglect and only care for their children, but not the world around them is the reason we're here. We can't care for our children if we don't have a place for them, but we won't see the place for them is so long gone by the time we realize Trees and cement cages. We're the creatures. What happened to Earth? We paved over Earth. Painted Earth. Dripping in paint. You've seen it for years. The advertisements for paint company. The Earth dripping in paint. Covered. Choking everything in its path. Everything. And it's not our job to kill the earth, the creatures on it. Mother Nature does it just okay. She don't need our help. She chooses how we have evolved. She has taken millennia making us, creating the creatures for us to exist around. And in these hundreds of millions of millennia, in a mere hundreds of years, Earth chokes and dies by the hand of human construction, by the hand of vehicle. something moving fast. I mean, I don't know. Does that always sound so awesome? How horrible the world is being treated? I don't think it should. I don't want to be thought of like, oh, but he made the demise sound so wonderful. Yeah, I could put buttery toast on a chicken and give it to you as like an ice cream cone and you'd be stoked. So, I mean, like the world is what we need to make it. And to make it is real simple. It's just to help it come back. Like we are at the point where we just simply need to be ripping our roads up because we've already killed off most things. All dead. Rip our roads up. Elevate our roads. Get off the surface with our machines <coughs> yeah yeah I've got your good fireside chat dude come on Roosevelt got it right here bro you really want to know what's going to happen to the earth let's just focus on war focus on murder we are at war we're at war with all other life on the planet. All other life. We are very efficient at murdering, killing, strangling, hunting to extinction, eating. Such, I mean, anything in the kitchen is destruction upon the earth. 
anything in the bedroom is destruction upon earth. You know, the garden is is like a zoo, and zoos are really jails. Like, plants don't seem to move that fast, but that's our fault for not being patient. It's our fault for saying, hurry up. We need our car to get somewhere. These plants can't travel naturally anymore how they used to. There are so many non-indigenous plants everywhere now because they look cool or they were spores on the side of logging trucks that spread other redwoods and bring down trees. And You know, you want to go sit 100 feet up. You want to get high. Come on, let's go sit in a tree for a few days, for a week. Like just the feeling... Being above the ground is so life-changing. And so, I mean, of course, it's still scary at first, you know, the platform stays. But when you finally come down to the earth, you're like, wow. You still feel floating. In a tree, you're in Mother Earth's hands. You're in her grasp. She sways left and right. Smoothly. He's long as you stay up there, all of your rhythms match the tree's rhythms. I ain't read that nowhere, but I bet you it's fact. That over time, your rhythm will start to match the tree's rhythm. That's beautiful. It probably just like tiny little things. But these are natural bio-rhythms that we've evolved around. We used to chill in trees a lot more than we chill in now. I was chased out of the tree that Occupy by cops. There's pictures. Like, people don't like tree people. Like, people need to get back and understand it's the trees that have the energy and the earth the the flow, the connectivity, the connectivity to the planet that helps us. You because know, we're spinning so fast around the planet, we're all flying. People, we are the angels that they talk about in myth. Each and every one of us, we are the angels. With some wings dipped in hope and faith and some wings dipped in blood, we are living in heaven. And we are also living in hell. When we walk down the middle of the street, are we falling to what direction? I mean, what side of the railroad tracks are we going to what some would say the white devil side the man of money you know or, or the dark American side where people can get hurt whereas think about hurt you're like well wait what about that white collar crime all that 60s 
sending men off to war crime. All that, all those crimes against humanity that we do to be ourselves. Like, Germany ain't gonna attack nobody. Why? Care. They've got Instagram. They've got their fun things to do. They're living their life trying to impress their ladies. And their ladies are trying not to kill each other because each one wants to be the freaking awesomer lady with the cooler whatever she does. Because it's a big cat fight that men, we don't really understand because we're just like, we put the cat fight away. We have our own cat fights. But we just, like, get tired of it. And we just like, okay, whatever. Okay, on the next thing. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> you know, we're quick to press the reset button. And so a lot of times our decisions don't always involve thoughts of people that aren't as quick to press that reset button on the world. Like, I don't know what people think they can always reset from. Like, everyone has their own way of bouncing back. Like, oh, my, my neck's hurting, so I need to smoke a joint. Or um, that person yelled at me, so I need to smoke a joint and chill out. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of things on this show enjoy being solved through marijuana. I mean, that's, that's – if there was something for sale during this show, it is marijuana. And you can drink it, you can eat it, you can smoke it, you can mix it with other drugs. I don't care what you do, but realize marijuana wants to be in town and help you have a good time. So it's something that's been with humans for much longer than a lot of these other quote-unquote drug things. And we've evolved around it. Like It's on cave paintings, yo. If you don't think some of y'all out there aren't related to that dude that wrote that cave painting today, y'all related to him somehow. And they're figuring out ways through the bacteria that was trapped underneath the paint and that also covers the paint to age these things. And we are so awesomely beautiful, creative that we are like, they want to say werewolves. We are the were humans of the science industry of making awesome stuff happen. Now that's really kind of scary because that just means that there's a lot of crazy animals running around with techno prowess and money. That's pretty crazy, huh? But you know, just like everything else, you know, everybody starts to put it, you know, buckle down the hatches, you know, put different accords in or whatever. You know, take dead fetuses and reborn and re bring them to life. You know, or use their organs for other things. I don't know what weird stuff, but now they can grow a dead baby and take it and use it. It didn't say what you could do with it afterwards. They can grow a dead baby, preborn, and do what they want with it. And people don't pay attention. So weird. But anyhow, you know, the world is spinning really fast. And there's some people doing their stuff. And, you know, they got Moloch. They got, like, that cool 
like owl god that they throw babies into like in the fire at Bohemian Grove Alex Jones in his video I think he was one of them and anyhow Heidi Fleiss not Heidi Fleiss um, Heidi uh, the uh, the girl in Petaluma that was found that was blamed on this uh, hitchhiker and of course I can't grab her name right now um because they had a car from her foundation or something my dad got at some point. Um, but basically, like, her grandfather was researching the Bohemian Grove, like, hardcore. And all this weird stuff. Like, people probably don't do it as hardcore, but people have done some really, like, mean stuff to stop progress of their actions. There's some people that want to say their actions are justified because of this or that. If anybody hides their actions, it's really, it's really like, I don't know. There's some things I'm trying to figure out in the world that seem like there's a lot of hidden actions that I haven't been able to uncover. But as I resolve things, there's one five hundredth of the wing of my life and the other things I'm working on. Um, things, you know, it's like there's a lot of me that doesn't want to stay pissed in not knowing about things. Because sometimes, like, if you don't know about something and someone, like, doesn't tell you, but you feel like there's something you don't know and you can kind of see that some way, you're just like, why hold on to an anger like that of someone withholding stuff from you. I don't understand. Yet, I don't want to feel an anger, but I don't want to be withheld from. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I never really checked the the computer thingy. Uh, sometimes I do. See, because every now and then, maybe a human might call in. So I'm, I'm checking the studio thing right now. And if there, it shows the guest call-in number is 917-889-8298. That was 917-889-9298. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to that thing all the time because I'm, like, usually rhyming or rapping. Then, of course, I'm, like... Just, you know, I want to be a man and just get my raw out. And if the world is upset at me for getting my raw out at the universe, that just is not fair, you know? Like, I have a right to get my roar out. And I like to roar. You should try it. Roar. And sometimes it's like a happy roar. Sometimes it's just like, just release this tension roar. It's like there's a screams to the universe. Like y'all think you know how to roar. Like I'm not saying I'm like I know how to loudly roar, but like I got this jaw 
and this jaw has not just words that come out of it, but like I had like surgery under it like when I was nineteen, and like its own like tooth issues, and then other stuff around the other side and its own twist. So it's like I uh, I could yawn for long periods of time. I really I really like not to yawn when I'm you know um, on this show because yawning is. Uh, uh, Okay, sorry. I another close to the show. Like, oh my God, I've listened to this guy for an hour and a half, and I feel like smarter, yet I feel like the universe is caving in on me, and I'm still down for the ride. So, <laughs> like, you really got to have fun with everything out the world because it's really great. You see, ever seen people's expressions? Like, seriously, you looked at a face on a person. Like, people have these things called faces, right? And it's not just people. Like, mammals and reptiles. Reptiles have faces, too. And insects. Like, those are harder to read. But mammals and, like, again, mostly mammals. Reptiles, so people are really good at reading reptile faces. But, you know, I don't have a Komodo dragon with me. I didn't grow up with one. You know, cats and dogs, especially dogs. Cats, too, but they're more of a posture creature than, like, their face. Like, you look at a cat's posture, and you can see how the cat wants to explain itself and how it's letting itself possibly be attacked by a bird or a cat or something, you know, where sometimes cats are just, like, so tight. or like, oh, back, we're like, you know, they look left, look right. You know, they're indoors. But a pterodactyl could be coming down on a cat because that's cat's innate fear. They're saying their whole existence, they're always hanging out with Fred. What's up, Fred? Hey, how you doing? What's up, Fred? Fred! You know, we're like, oh, I look around and look up and Fred's being lifted off. So small cats have, have had a fear, uh, and chihuahuas for that matter. Chihuah- no, chihuahuas are stupid. That, they're the ones that easily get lifted off. But cats and, um, Outdoor cats, especially. They're careful. Because, you know, you don't know what's in nature. Because the, ne- the whole point of nature is a big, giant video game that's living itself. You can't look around and say, yo, we're in a big, giant video game that's living itself. And we just got to go through and play it through because that's life. Hello. Exist. Care for every single thing around you. Pretend you get an invisible coin every time you do a mitzvah for somebody. Not that you can think you can spend, but just know that you can count. Those are the kinds you can't count. But you just get, get a little coin, a token of appreciation for yourself. Not just to do something nice so that you did something nice. But, you know, just do something so you can be like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll just keep gaining these things because they are what needs to be done. It's not just do something nice. Oh, hey, Grandma, stop walking. I'm going to walk you across the street. Stop. Here we go. Okay, let me carry you. You know, it's not forcing some kind of thought of what would be kind. It's all situational. Sometimes just walking and the thought just, sometimes these thoughts are a split second, people. Split second. 
We don't get three more, four more thoughts to make that choice. So many times I make that double step. I go, wait a second. Do, do. And I get that extra thought. I go, oh, turn around and go do something. Or wait, oh, do this, do that. Like the universe is giving us clues of what to do in the world to help it be awesome. Because the universe wants to be awesome. The universe wants to keep rocking. And we're in it, living it. We paid for admission. We're making it alive. We're on this land. But thing is, there's all these plants and animals. And if we think they're in our way, we're really in their way. And at the end of the game, how many plants and animals did you help live? Like humans? Humans, sure. Four humans. Yeah, but we had 500 billion times four, six, eight, 100,000 humans sucking the planet dry. Right? No. Like we want to go to Mars. Well, how about we treat this place? Let's let's rebuild this place. You know, let's bring life here. Because <laughs> sure, it's, it, it ain't under the strip mall. You know, it's just, there's cement. There's some powder grades if you get them within 30 years, right? You know, you let those guys live. But I mean, you know, there's own moisture and its own creatures that live down there in that tiny rock-like world underneath the stuff we put down. So there's always life. Life will survive, but it's not the variety life that will survive. The variety of life will not. Only the life that can survive human destruction will survive. It's real simple. Like, we don't got, like, peregrine falcons hanging out all over, you know, chilling, you know. These things, they maybe they'll survive light poles or get hunted or, you know, just already got hunted or they just sound cool or slingshots got them easy or they ate, like, bad food and or things or they got, like, other parasites and that messed them up and they couldn't lay eggs because of the mercury and then the different laser beams of the anti-drone warfare on the lights started killing them, thinking there were drones because there were drones dressed as birds, and people kept letting them in, and then all of a sudden it was bird drone attack. But really, we thought it was real birds and forgot to shoot them. You know, I mean, like, really, we are in a downward spiral of life here on this planet. We're going to murder it all because it's in our way. And it could be used against us. Oh, look, beautiful, like, seagull. But the seagull carries, like, a quarter-pounder nuke from Burger Bomb, you know? And that's all we got. <laughs> bah, bah, you know? And that's all I want my show to be is, like, the biggest, longest bomb in the world. The funnest bomb with the awesomest rhymes. I'm not trying to be your number one. I'm just trying <laughs> I'm just trying to be my captain's log, myself, whoever comes out of me at these moments. And what comes out of me are my thoughts, my synapses, my ideas, my creations. And that's all I can do is but describe it in the universe as this wonderful 936 on the Santa Monica style. I'm loving life. Life is exciting. There's nothing else like it. Like, if it's a video game, there's only one reason we get to live. Because there's so much awesome stuff going on. 
Like, if we could live longer, imagine if we could all, or no, wait, hold on. Let's not imagine if we could. Let's say humanity did from uh, the get-go, right? Each human could see for hundreds of years how the planet changes. Their education of this infinite web of neurons we have in our brain. Infinite web. There is, it's infinite connections. You think it's limited by how many, like, neurons are in there. Not really. Like, when you start to let these things connect to those, but things, how they connect can also spiral connect. I don't know if that makes any sense. But there's so much intricate beauty that we are a part of it, and we're playing the game. And there's some people that are out there entertaining us, and they're really playing the game well. I'm so stoked. Some people that are just such crazy people, they're really fun to watch on their thing. So I'm stoked in my wildest dreams that any of those people's out there get a chance to listen to this fella. It's uh, awesome. Keep rocking it. Of course, I've probably got awesome things to say and get all nervous for like whatever second because, you know, people get that happy. It's like, look, it's Elvis. Give me some heroin. <laughs> you know, right? People get that, that feeling of like happiness jolted into them. Because a lot of our lives are not as awesome as we wish they could be. Like, damn, I wish this would happen. Like, sometimes I wish, like, the aliens would stop some, drop by some alien tech for me and some money so I could patent it and then start selling it on Earth and, and make a lot. I'd be stoked. You know, I mean, it's just alien tech, dude. You can just get away with that stuff. That's what they want to say these transistors are, alien tech. It's like, no, wasn't it like the, the alien ships were all like fiber optic? Like, we just had to reinvent the wheel. Oh, fiber optic. Like, now they're like, oh. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, that's what they were using. Ah, oh, we do better fiber. <laughs> you know, that's probably some of the advances right there. Because light's an amazing thing. It's not like light in a fiber optic cable proves to you that the universe is not straight, that if that light, and by the way, that light is traveling perfectly straight down the center of that thing. Like those things are like plastic with this like center core of, of uh, some kind of mineral that intensifies that laser beam, but they have these coil laser beams and the beam flies back and forth and there it builds and then comes out. Well, that's a coil. That's not something straight. But you think of laser beams, you got to line it up. All right, you got it down there. They got laser beams shooting the moon. They put like a hole on the moon with a nuclear bomb that no one talks about anymore. But they'll shoot laser booms right off the side of it. You know, people are really not paying attention. That's There's too much information. So it's real easy to make little pieces of information disappear. Like, ah, you didn't need to know about that. Ah, whatever about this. Ah, whatever about that. There is uh, a lot of ideas. I didn't want to say conspiracies in the world. 
but just ideas that are alternative to other ideas. Like if we didn't have the really annoying people bugging the heck out of Trump and all his whatever people, then there'd be no like balance to the United States because people have to fear the United States. Like you may chop off a finger, arm, nose, ear, leg, you know, but the last toe connected will come after and triumph with such vengeance that like together we are, we really kick butt, but separated, we don't kick as much butt, but we like support each other and understand that, you know, American people, we are the melting pot. There's no other term better than we are the accumulation of all nations on the earth as would be the natural progression of a conscious living being on this planet. Over time, this planet, or any planet for that matter, if it had conscious creatures like us, eventually would create a place where people from the separate tribe nations could flee persecution and go hang out together. And so this whole place is built on fleeing persecution. Like, people don't come here because the slums are where you go play billiards. I mean, some people might because there's probably some good billiards in there, and I, I have to kind of t- have to take that back. Um, but people have the reasons why they do things, and it's not always apparent to the next. So realizing just because one person wants to go through things this way doesn't mean we have any opinion or view or should have any jabber jaw on them. I mean, guys are simple. Like, all right, yeah, we don't need to fill the air. Like, hopefully this two hours isn't just an air filling because I practice to figure out cool stuff to talk to you all about that flows from me like a fountain of mud. This mountain is now 169 episodes. And it's tall, baby. It's coming up there. And going to Vegas, I have figured out my gamble of making three amazing plush dolls for the Tardigradia project at an outrageous crowdsource price and run with that so that's going to be coming out pretty soon and that process will support Jason and his world because I've got a lot of ideas and I want to make some art for people and if you want to help support in many different ways and they'll, they'll probably be like once I get myself an embroidery machine I'll be like turning these guys out it's so awesome the different ones uh, about uh, natural natural medicines. So it's, it's really awesome to be in more of an open-minded society. Like Scooby-Doo, that guy was so stoned when he was riding, riding that thing, huh? You know? And I love that show, dude. I just run home after the bus. Oh, oh, oh. Scooby-Doo. Gotta, gotta go check that. And then, you know, of course, The Dark Knight. Later when they had, like, the black comic books. That was really cool. Oh, that was really cool. I like that. Shit, to keep hogging. Um, yeah, you guys have a good night tonight. I hope that like the world has been peaceful for you. 
sometimes to find the peace, you got to scream at it for a second and then be like, yo, I don't really feel like screaming at the earth every moment of my life because I just don't want to like scream in someone's face because people do not deserve to be screamed in their face. And thing is, people have energies and we need to scream. So it's like figuring out how we can focus our energies privately away from the judgments of others. Because imagine if your whole life is judged every single moment. People are judging you about what you do, how you pick your nose, what finger you're putting up your butt. You know, I don't know. But whatever it is, you're doing this away from the common people. Like people aren't just like in your space, in your car, in your freaking room, in your shower, you know, in your freaking whatever it is. You know, there's a form of privacy in the world. And we don't really understand. People want to think this. I think there's a CCTV world out there. And people probably want to think that that's just like real life. And people are doing that for their enjoyment. When it's really a zoo courted individuals. So there's, there's whatever FBI surveillance vans. They're up and down whatever street doing whatever they they do. And like, what right does any group have? Does even Google have to go up and down the streets with their car and their radio signals turned on to record everybody's Wi-Fi and try to Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, knock into it, see if they just happen with a password. But they know your address. They know your model number. So all this information can be gleaned to get into your system just in what we would think as pointless information. But all the details are known because tabular spreadsheet with your name on it in many places all over the world. And things about tabular spreadsheets, they have many pages. They have many tabs and the true cell is all the information. Because when there's enough information, they come after Neo, right? Neo, we see you have all this uh, hacking equipment inside, well, inside their universe, in their trickery. You have all this hacking equipment. And is that movie real life? Fuck. Sorry. Is that movie real life? I am across the street. It's like, oh, get in an accident. I can stretch it out. My foot's on the steering wheel, and I got long legs. I'm, like, getting into it. Like, Ur. okay. Uh, sorry about swearing, universe. Um, I, uh, I really don't have the most wisdom for everyone in the world. I want people to find their own wisdom. And that's the toughest part. How does one actually find what the answer is from within. When you go over the question enough, do the answers it creates create more questions? Because I know they do for me. And if I could go after every single question 
that my answers create more too. My journey, I can be more full. I keep going after. I branch everything off. I this branch off to that. This branch off to this. Just keep growing and just be amazing, and not be stagnant. Because something maybe since I've been young, I've been so stagnant. Parents separated and living with mom and living with dad like every two years. Ping pong kid that I like. New places, maybe. Like, I love the Bay Area, but I know it so well. Like, I know, like, all the places around there. It's really, really cool. I love it. But I'm, like, in Santa Monica right now, and this is really cool. Like, I've gotten to drive around in this place, deliver different food, meet different people. And it's just another world, but it's a world that I don't have as many memories of. Because I didn't grow up over here. And that's kind of nice. To be able to go places that. I haven't been around a whole bunch. I mean I like familiar places. Sure do do do. Oh yeah at that corner I did this with that. And that with this. And then two inches over I did that and this. Then you're like look at a corner. You're like I've got 400 stories. Just from one year. Feels like just right there. (laughs) You know. And so, you know, just a front porch, you know, just, oh, man, stare at that thing, like, all the things that were on it, this, that, man, the world itself grows. And sometimes if we sit caught up in the old world, we're not on the coast. All of us have been drawn to the ocean. And if y'all can't find yourself like bungee corded to the ocean. This is California. California's got most of the listeners here. Like we got we got some listeners in other countries too. California's really holding it down. And some other states, don't get me wrong. Help thank you if you're able to get it in other states. Appreciate that. I don't know how to simulcast or broadcast to other places, but maybe there's groups out there that are helping in that regard. I mean as my creative mind delves into my my fictitious fantasies you know I, I, this is no podcast have some fun <laughs> and so I want everyone to do that do a little podcast have some fun not really worry about it like sometimes I can't see what people are listening or what people are doing this or that but you know it's like sweet thank you I'm stoked because they're keeping the marijuana spirit alive. Because Jack Hare, he's a fellow that was working on the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. He's no longer here with us, but uh, he's working for like a lot of years. And uh, it's just still one of those little torches lit along the way that we're still holding on to to keep uh, spirit alive. Because pretty soon Californians are going to wake up to the overtaxation in that they spent hundreds of dollars in a week on marijuana consecutively. They start to realize, just realize what all I'm saying. Like when your buddy had her, like, really cheaper 
not as good quality, not as good. Although some people have better quality depending on the clubs, but not as good. But still, you know, you hang out at your friend's place, smoke a little bowl. Oh, sweet, got a little herb, play a little video game. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. Now it's like so surgical. (laughs) When you go into the club, it's like you're going into an operating room. Everything's in jars, closed around. There's chairs, but no one ever sits in them. (laughs) You know, they're for the people waiting, that they really don't let people in if they're waiting. So it's like the chairs that never get used. This, uh, This industry is the market and the market loves new crazy things you let the hounds out in the market they only want to let their buddies be the ones with the foods so <clears throat> you just realize the money that went into legalize they're making hand over fist over hand over fist over hand on all of you, you think it's a little, it's 75% of what you're paying. Actually, shake the numbers and taxes off of it. You're buying broccoli at extreme market. Like, it's beyond the quote-unquote organic. Extreme market broccoli. And your bracket of flour is going to make you live in the poorhouse with a smile. You're not ordering DoorDash tonight because you got yourself an eighth of herb, maybe two, or then tomorrow night. You got some herb to smoke on. You got your medicine, but you don't got money for food. So you tell me, what did you legalize? You legalized Getting you stoned and in the poorhouse, and you legalize opening your eyes, looking how the economy and the market is capitalizing and murdering Miss Medical. Miss Medical is being taken out across the world. People no longer are touting medical. When medical was what let people in the door, medical is what started the whole thing. And if people do not enforce the reason that we're here for, then again, you're all a bunch of liars and thieves. Because medical marijuana is the reason that there's marijuana there today. And disrespecting her is disrespecting the entire marijuana culture that is also being murdered along with Miss Marijuana. People want to think it's cool to smoke now, that it's legal to smoke now. Well, a lot of the culture was standing up against oppression. And if people don't see that the oppression now is in your wallet, that you are being oppressed from purchasing further goods and services on this universe just so you could smoke a cigarette they are stealing your money because you let them you voted in 
their marijuana tax initiative. Vote no against any marijuana tax. Marijuana taxes are illegal and are against the heritage of the United States. And I say the United States. The United States is the country that we are in. The United States of America is the corporation that has taken over. You know the differences, subtle. You can see it, military bases and signs. Property of the United States. You will never see property of the United States of America at military bases. Just so you know, what's going on around you is buddies fleeced. Even those fleecing are fleeced. So it's one big unknown game just to keep people in the dark about whatever this group is doing, whatever that group is doing. It sometimes doesn't even matter. It's probably even about stupid stuff and horrific stuff. But sometimes usually stupid stuff that people just really didn't understand at the time or they were doing messed up things to people and they didn't want the information out. And these groups that think they can just are accountable. There is no justification for experimentation on people. There's no justification for dropping $100,000 explosion on someone when that $100,000 can educate that person to better humanity. There's no excuse that we can turn our military into the builders and the rebuilder renaissance of the earth. Our military is ready to rebuild, and they don't really want to blow or shoot up anybody. Let's show the world that we have love, that we have care, that we are a true colony of the Mother Earth. And that is who we are here to protect. And no longer harming or scorching the Earth. May we all live in a sunny day. Thank you all for listening. Smoke Rules Radio with some good news and wisdom for you. Hope you all enjoying yourself out there in Radio Land. Much love.